0: moment uh here today and uh one reason why i just want to continue to use the microphone is because uh, we're recording on facebook and different things like that so got a question for you today sacrifice everybody shout the word sacrifice all right um, what is if you could define the word sacrifice how would you define the word sacrifice How would you define the word sacrifice? How would you define sacrifice? Why is she looking at you like (laughs) that? Huh? How would you define sacrifice? Rock, how do you define sacrifice? Obviously, you got the answer. Come on. No? How do you, Gary? What's sacrifice? Giving something up. All right. How would you define sacrifice? Anybody else want to try it? That's very good. We're on the right track, Gary. Anything else you want to add to that, Mom? Okay, dedicate yourself to a situation. Very good. Sacrifice, how else would you define it? Okay. Well, the word sacrifice is the act of giving something up that you want to keep, right? Because if if you don't don't want to keep it, it would be no sacrifice to you. How many has got some old clothes that's just stuck in your closet that you just refuse to get rid of? You know, you know probably maybe outdated. You know you maybe never fitted them again or whatever, but you refuse to give them up, okay? So obviously you still want them, all right? And so uh, the act of giving up something that you want to keep, especially in order to get something or help someone. So there's something I've always taught about the law of sacrifice, okay? Um, The law of sacrifice says what are you willing to give up in order to go up? right? One of our greatest challenges in life is dealing, what do you think, what do you think's harder to deal with? Ourself or the enemy or God, you know? And so when I think about that, when I think of sacrifice, the greatest thing that we deal with is our own self-will. We deal with so much about our own self-will that it's all about me that we got to make sure that our needs is met first oftentimes we want it all but yet we don't want to give up nothing on the way there can somebody say amen to that you know we all want we all want you know the, the the great shape we all want to um you know to uh be physically fit and healthy but we don't want to sacrifice anything in order to get there we all want you know there are things that we want in our family, and sometimes it takes a sacrifice. Sometimes it takes giving up something. Um, and so that's what we're going to be talking about a lot today. And, and here's the question I've got for everybody. When does a sacrifice stop being a sacrifice? Think about that for a minute. When does a sacrifice stop being a sacrifice? Again, when we have too much of our involved in it, a sacrifice no longer becomes a sacrifice. Again, too often we want it all. Too often we want the benefits of something, but yet we're not willing to give up nothing on the way. Letting go of our own will is not very easy. Can you say amen to that? Come on. Uh, not not letting go of our own will is not always that easy. Scripture teaches us uh, the only way to know and understand the perfect will of God is in Romans chapter 12. Turn there real quick. Somebody turn there real quick. Go there to your phone. Josh, read that for me. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Can you read that for me real loud? Any translation you'd like. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Alright, thank you who's heard that scripture before right we've heard many of us has heard that scripture before I, I I beg you therefore brethren by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice all right everybody shout sacrifice if you're watching live type that below put sacrifice all right and so the word sacrifice here living sacrifice so I, I begin to think about this and I begin to study a lot about Old Testament sacrifice Right? I began to think a lot about Old Testament sacrifice. In Leviticus chapter one, it talks about how they would do the sacrifice. In fact, they would cut it up in pieces. But we'll tell you how they would do it. They would take the ram and they would cut off the head, they would cut off the head, they would cut off the legs, and they would cut out the insides, and then they would present the rest of it to the Lord. And so when I begin to think about that and how that relates to us today, you were like, well pastor, how's that connected? You know, how, what does that mean? Okay, the Old Testament, they would cut off the head. Everybody say, cut off the head. They would cut off the legs. They cut off the legs. And they would clean out the inside. Everybody say, clean out the inside. Kind of gruesome, right? So how does that relate to us today? So in order to become a living sacrifice, pleasing to God, there are three things that must happen. If you're writing these down, pay attention, write them down. Are you ready? Here's the three things That we must have. The first thing, the first thing is our head. Cut off the head. And so here, um, the head represents our thought life. So, in order to become a living sacrifice to God, our mindset must change. Why do I want to become this living sacrifice? Because I want to live a life that's pleasing to God. Our mindset must change. Don't allow culture to overrule Christianity. Too often, you know, that's, that comes into play. You know, my culture, you know, overrides Christianity, whether whether I'm Ludat or white or black or whatever. Culture always wants to override Christianity, you know, and we keep that as an excuse instead of changing our mindset. Set our thoughts on God. Set our thoughts on the Lord. Focus on the Lord. How many know that whatever we, whatever we, you know, give the most attention to in our life will become the strongest thing. Whatever I give the most attention to. I remember one time I, I, I was talking to a pastor and he said to me, he said, Aaron, and he said, take it off the front page of your mind. Whatever you feed the most, whatever you think on the most, whatever you dwell on the most. What is Philippians chapter four, verse eight says? It says, finally, brethren, meditate on these things whatever is whatever is uh, praiseworthy whatever is lovely whatever is good report whatever is true meditate on these things you know set your thoughts on these things and so instead of always dwelling on the negative you know that's that's pretty much what we normally do and so in order to be this living sacrifice meditate on truth meditate on the word are you still with me Sound amen if you're still with me. Our mindset must change. Don't allow culture to overrule Christianity. Set our thoughts on God. Stop dwelling on the past. Here's the second thing. They remove the legs. Everybody say they remove the legs. And so they remove the legs. This talks about commitment. There's nothing convenient when it comes down to commitment. You know, Jesus... He always had hard teachings. Jesus always had hard things to say. And one time Jesus was teaching his disciples, and he says he says this, he says, eat of my flesh and drink my blood. This was a hard thing to say. And when he was saying this to everybody, there was other disciples that was following him, and many of them got up and said, this is a hard thing, this is a hard teaching. And they left, and they walked away. They literally said, they walk with him no more. Can you imagine this right here? Here's Jesus and he's teaching them and he's telling them about the way to life. He's teaching them about, he's teaching them about sacrifice. He's teaching them what it takes to be a disciple. And when he tells them this hard teaching, please hear this for a minute. When they tell them this hard teaching, all of a sudden they walked with him no more. They literally turned and walked away from Jesus. If you think, You know, I mean, we look around today and we see empty temples and we see empty churches and we see, you know, people as not serving the Lord anymore. And they turn because every time that we go through and we're met with a commitment, Jesus always, he always, you know, gives hard commitments. He always says hard things. And so now, watch this, you know, when they all left him, Jesus turned to his 12 disciples and said, do you guys want to leave me too? And the apostle Peter spoke up and said, "So who where where shall we go? You have the words of life. Where shall we go?" There was commitment there, doing the work of the Lord. Too often people want to look for other churches to go to. You know, I've heard, I've, heard, I've I've talked to other people and say, "Well, we're going to go to another church and we're going to go to different churches." I've seen people over the years a different thing, Well, we're going to go to different churches because if they have a problem here. and or they have a problem with this pastor or whatever. God doesn't want us to church hop too often. People want to leave churches and uh, don't leave, don't church hop. Commitment. Don't give up. Stay committed. When we cut our legs off, we're saying, "You know what? We're we're saying, "You know what, God? We're committed to you, God. We're we're not we're not we're going to be a living sacrifice. I'm not going to wonder I'm going to stay standing. And here's the third point, was the insides. When was the last time that you allowed the Holy Spirit to clean you out on the inside? When was the last time that we allowed Holy Spirit to clean us out on the inside to get rid of the unforgiveness, to get rid of the hurt, to get rid of the bitterness and let it, let it all go? King David said this, he said, Lord, search my heart and know me and see if there's anything wicked in my heart. Exactly. <laughs> Search my heart. Allow the Holy Spirit to clean us out again. When was the last time that we prayed like that? We prayed a prayer saying, God, clean me out on the inside. Search my heart. Get away the, uh, the uncleanness, God. Get away the unforgiveness. Get out the hurt, the bitterness. Get rid of these things out of my life and help me to live holy. Help me to live sanctified. I don't want to compromise any longer. Allow the Spirit of God to clean you out. That's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit searches things. And according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10, it says the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So God is asking us today to allow the Holy Spirit to clean us out on the inside. When I was preparing this message. This is very, very personal to me. Why? Because I'm desperate for the perfect will of God in my life. I don't know if you're understanding the importance of sacrifice. You know, the Bible talks about a sacrifice of praise. I don't know if you understand what it means about living a life of sacrifice. I don't know if you understand about what it means about living for the Lord. You know, everybody, we all want the benefits of living for God, but don't want to give anything up. Again, this message is very personal to me because I'm desperate for the perfect will of God in my life. I don't want the permiss- just the permissible will or the, the, the good will. I want the perfect will of God for my life. Sometimes when you want the perfect will of God in your life, it's going to take us denying what we think is the right thing to do. Because not always what we think is the right thing to do is the perfect will of God for your life. You understand what i'm saying a lot of times what we want isn't always the right thing sometimes what feels good to us doesn't always mean that's god's perfect will for my life i'm desperate for the perfect will of god in my life this message is personal to me why because i want to live a life that pleases god period don't worry about pleasing people how many know you're not going to please everyone you're not going to please everyone there's There's going to be people that want to watch you give up in faith. They want to gossip. They want to talk about you. You There are some people that do want to see you move forward in God, but I want to live a life that pleases the Lord. I want to live a life that stays focused on God. I'm sold out to this. God is asking, are you sold out to the Lord? Are you drifting? Are you allowing yourself to go in different directions away from God? Are we willing to allow our inside, our heart to be clean? To get rid of the bitterness, to get rid of the hurt? You know, last week um, we didn't have in-person service. And I had the opportunity to visit a church in the area. And when I went there I was in, we were in worship, and as I was sitting there, I was, I started to fight a little bit with God, not the devil. I began to have to struggle with myself and with God. You know, all the time when you're in a fight, it's not always the devil. Sometimes you fight yourself, sometimes you're fighting God. And so I, I'm sitting there in this worship service, and I, I, I look at Pastor Jen, I look at her, I said, I said, wow, well, look, they all got camouflage on, they're all matching, right? And then I look around some more and I'm looking at this woman, she has some kind of big face shield on and I'm, I'm looking at everybody's, I'm people watching, you know? And um, she looked at me and she said, you don't know what to do with yourself, do you? She said, there's a crazy anointing in here. The presence of God is sticking in this room. And um, as soon as she said that to me, I just kind of stepped away, the church was kind of laid out like this, the, 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 the rows in between the rows were gone. And so I just I turned myself to the Lord, I got down on my knees, and I began to cry and I'm having this fight with God, and I'm having this struggle because I'm wrestling with a lot of different emotions anger, hurt, loneliness, all these all these all these things I'm wrestling with and yeah I, you need to know uh, that your pastor wrestles with these things that I'm not bulletproof people. People look at pastors sometimes. I think, you know, too often, you know, we tend to put, you know, pastors up on pedestals and then they fall and we're like, we put too much faith in those people. And so I'm wrestling with God and he said this to me and this message, actually a lot of this message, this, this pastor ministered this last week about sacrifice And why are you staying in what you're doing? This man, he was 72 years old, 73 years old. He was a lifetime missionary. Life on the line all of his life. And he doesn't know any other way to live but but to live his life as a living sacrifice for the Lord. And I began to think about that. My wife and I began to think about why am I still doing what I'm doing? Why am I still in this thing? Why? Because I don't know any other way to live. My mind... I want to keep my mind focused on the Lord. To me, living for the Lord and serving in ministry, there's no way I'm leaving this thing. Is it does this make sense to you? This is the conversation I'm having with God last week. And and then um, my insight. I was like, "God, I want to I want I don't want, you know, these these feelings, these emotions that I was I was having. I don't want these no more." you see, the enemy would want to trick us and say, you know what, you'll never get through this. You'll always be wounded. You'll always have hurt. You'll always have this pain. This is a part of your life. But it's up to me to say, you know what, Holy Spirit, clean me out. Clean me out. And it was at that moment there I began, you know, just allowing the Lord just to cleanse me again and just say, okay, it's time to start over. That's what I hear this morning. In order for us to be that living sacrifice, in order for us to be that that live a life that pleases the Lord, it's going to cost you something. You know, I love scripture when David said, how can I offer anything up to the Lord that which costs me nothing? Cost you something. Cost costs you faith. It costs you friends sometimes. It costs you time. Mess with somebody's time and you'll see their commitment to the Lord. And so God is asking you today, has your sacrifice stopped being a sacrifice? Where's your heart at today? Are you a living sacrifice? Are you allowed, allow God to change your mindset. Allow God to, to take off the legs where, God, I'm not going to run away from you any longer. Allow God to clean us out. Allow the Holy Spirit to clean us out. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name.